Welcome to Whisker Dice. Hey, yo, folks, it's Conzie with the Most here. I am coming at you again for episode big number 40. All right, so on this week on the Conzie's Diary, I want to look back a little bit at 2020 and what games I actually played that I really, really enjoyed. These games don't necessarily correlate with how many times I necessarily got to play them. There are a lot of factors to why I might not have been able to get certain games to the table as much as I would have liked, largely due to things going on with COVID-19, but we're looking forward to a bright and cheery 2021 and all of the gaming that we're going to see hopefully come to the table as things start to reopen and become more available. I want to just go ahead and take one moment, though, to remind you folks that if you haven't already liked us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, please take the time, follow us, like the page on the, on Facebook, and make sure that you get all of your updates through our social media. Also, if you haven't caught, there's been some videos going up uh, on our YouTube channel, so if you... Uh, want to make sure that you subscribe to that to get all of the updates when new video content comes out. Uh, we're going to continue exploring that and improving and working on those techniques. So with gaming in general, I want to talk about five games that really excite me and really surprise, either surprised me or that I really like or that just happened to kind of pop up out of nowhere that I didn't necessarily expect, expect that I just really thought these games were awesome. The first game is Batman Miniature Game 3rd Edition from Night Models. Now, it's no surprise that this is probably my number one on this list. Night Models has a bunch of negative press out there for miniature quality or customer service issues, and, and I get it. I personally have not had to have those issues. Uh, no one that I've played with within my game group has had any kind of significant issue with customer support or service. The models, as far as model quality and detail, is top-notch. They're on par with anybody else in the industry making miniatures, as far as I'm concerned. Batman, what's not to love about it? And I was really surprised about Batman 3rd Edition when it came out because it changed the game that I loved so much, so dramatically that while I definitely was nervous getting the new set and the new Back to Gotham set and, and getting back into that uh, new edition of gaming, I was really surprised at how much better and, and improved the game is and how much easier it is to teach. So Batman Miniature Game from Night Models, worth checking out. We have a number of blog articles on the website that uh, if you're interested in this game, you can check out and uh, see what we think. Number two on the list is a board game that I've also reviewed on the website, and that game is Tapestry. Tapestry came out in late 2019, and I was really skeptical of this one because it's a big price point for what I thought was not a probably a great game, but an okay game, and had a bunch of 
of these building monument things that I just didn't care for the aesthetic for. So I'm paying a lot of money for a game that I was pretty sure I was going to hate. But my wife encouraged me to try it out at, at Gamehole Con here in Madison. And when we got when we played it at the convention, we got through, I don't know, uh, pretty close to the end of the game. I think there was everybody was on there was about to start or was close to starting their their final um, final their fourth tapestry or their third tapestry card, and uh, we just ran out of time. But the game itself was just a blast, and we all really enjoyed it. And of course, then I picked it up from the local game store uh, during a Black Friday sale, so I got a nice discount on it, and it has hit the table. A number of times I've actually logged 12 plays of that game since that game hole con. So it's I've played it a lot. It's been a blast every time. I'm always trying new things. I'm surprised by new strategies. The monument buildings don't annoy me nearly as much as I thought they would. The game plays super easy. It's easy to teach, but tons of complex decisions. It's a light, light civilization game, so... Uh, you don't have to worry so much about people getting uh, crushed in rules. That sometimes happens when you play a Civilization game. Just a great game, great design, decent art. I would strongly recommend, if you haven't played Tapestry, that that's a board game that you check out and get to the table sometime soon. Next on the list is a game called Quacks of Quendlinburg. This is another game that I've reviewed on the website. It's a lighter game. Again, this is actually quite a bit lighter than even Tapestry, uh, in which uh, you draw little tokens out of a bag that, and then place them on a, a board, and, and then you get to compare results, and certain tokens do certain things. And it's really kind of a, a neat take on a push-your-luck slash strategy game. It's has nothing to do with ducks, by the way. It's about being a crazy doctor, making potions, and trying to sell them at a fair in a city, basically. But uh, hands down, this game is phenomenal. It is everyone that I have taught it to or played it with has incredibly enjoyed it. It's uh, base game plays two to four players, plays relatively quickly, and the best part about it is that while you're playing it, everybody stays engaged and involved because you're constantly doing stuff. You're constantly interacting with the game. It doesn't let anybody have downtime, really. The most downtime you might get is is if you finish drawing tokens from your bag before everyone else. You might have a few minutes to grab your drink, have a, have a sip before, hey, it's time to start doing things again. So, great game. Love it. Quacks of Quindenburg. This one really surprised me as far as how good it was, and I'm very excited to get it back to the table again. Make sure if you haven't, check it out. For number four on the list, Architects of the West Kingdom. Now, I was really surprised to see this one actually hit the list. I played it originally at uh, a small event friends of mine uh, run called Cabin Con that I attend every year. And it was my first introduction to any of the West Kingdom games. I didn't, I was a little skeptical, you know, I didn't, I don't really care for the art. The art's fine, but it's just not the style of art that 
draws me in. It's kind of comes in a smaller box, and I'm like, ah, oh, smaller box. It's kind of gimmicky. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I've seen it on the shelf. I had lots of opportunities to try to pick these games up or pick this game up. I skipped it. My mistake. I'm glad I tried it at, at uh, Cabin Con because I immediately came home and this was the game I was talking about after that event that I needed to add to my collection. I picked it up right away. We've played it many, many times now. I think I've got seven plays in 2020. So it's uh, an exceptional number of plays for me on a single game. I'm really getting, I really feel like I'm getting my value out of it. And it's a great take on a worker placement game where you're collecting and managing resources, but you're also being able to have just enough ability to mess with other players and uh, kind of, you know, control things a little bit more with player interaction, but without it being really negative or, or not fun. So Architects of the West Kingdom is a great game. I strongly recommend it. It blew me away with how good it was. I know it's not a game that was released in 2020, but it's great. Check it out. Give it a play. It's available on Tabletopia uh, and other media. So just can't say how good I, I really do enjoy this game. All right. And for number five, the fifth game I'm going to talk about on this episode of Konzi's Diary is Tekhenu. Now, this is a game that I've just recently picked up within the last month, month and a half, and added to the collection. It's probably the most complex of board games that I've talked about in this list. It is um, designed by one of my favorite game designers with Daniel Tassini and, and David Turchi having an influence, I think, on the solo play side of things. Two great Italian designers. In the game, you're basically using dice as kind of a dice drafting mechanism, but based on where they sit around this obelisk in the center of the board will impact uh, where they sit on the scales that are on your player board, which you want to try to balance as closely as possible. And just there's so many actions on the board that you want to do them all, but you never can quite find enough actions you know and enough time in the game before the game is over to be able to really get everything that you wanted to do done brilliant game i'm really looking forward to getting this to the table when we can actually have a full four-player game of it uh, so i've only gotten two-player games but we'll definitely get it on the table again uh two or three times before long before uh i'm sure uh we're able to have more sit-down gaming so that is uh definitely check it out. It is definitely not just a little gimmick in a box with that obelisk. It is a really, really awesome game. All right, so that's it for this episode of Conzie's Diary. I've hit five really awesome games that I got to play in 2020 that I'm still super excited about and want to get back to the table many, many more times. What were your favorite games of 2020? What hit your table that you just couldn't believe uh, how awesome it was or how excited you are to play it every time and get it back to the table. Let us know on our, you know, reach out to us on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can hit us up on our Discord. Just let us know, let me know if you, you need the link and I'll be able to happy to send you an invite so that you can join that as well. And in the meantime, have a good one. Peace out.